My name is Reverend Jodie Stowell. I'm the Vicar of St Mike's Harrow and this is St Mike's Podcast. You're very welcome here. Today is the 13th of May and it is the Wednesday of the fifth week of Easter. We begin with our reading. Luke chapter 5 verses 12 to 26. Once, when he was in one of the cities, there was a man covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you choose, you can make me clean. Then Jesus stretched out his hand, touched him and said, I do choose, be made clean. Immediately the leprosy left him. And he ordered him to tell no one. Go, he said, and show yourself to the priest. And as Moses commanded, make an offering for your cleansing, for a testimony to them. But now, more than ever, the word about Jesus spread abroad. Many crowds would gather to hear him and to be cured of their diseases. But he would withdraw to deserted places and pray. One day, while he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting nearby. They had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with him to heal. Just then, some men came, carrying a paralysed man on a bed. They were trying to bring him in and lay him before Jesus, but finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven you. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, Who is this who is speaking blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their questionings, he answered them, Why do you raise such questions in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, stand up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the one who was paralysed, I say to you, stand up and take your bed and go to your home. Immediately he stood up before them, took what he had been lying on and went to his home, glorifying God. Amazement seized all of them, and they glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen strange things today. We have seen strange things today. Well, indeed. Our reading today begins with the story of the leper's healing, And then, as the crowds gathered around Jesus, his withdrawal to deserted places to pray, and ends with the forgiveness and curing of the paralysed man. We have seen strange things today. What might we understand from these strange things for us in our strange times? The story of the leper is a story of physical distancing, but also social distancing in its widest sense. 
a person with leprosy was no longer an acceptable part of the social order in those times. They had no rights and no status. Not only were they physically distant from their loved ones and society, they were simply non-existent. Jesus cures this person's leprosy, but in so doing, heals them from the social disorder that the disease has wrought in them. Jesus restores them to the social system, which is as much part of their well-being as physical health. But then Jesus withdrew to deserted places to pray. Perhaps we might accept both these realities in our current strange times. The acknowledgement that social presence is needed for our well-being, that it is not entirely the same thing as physical distancing or physical presence, and that we are privileged to be able to continue our social interactions, even if, for our physical health, we need to be physically distant. I pray for those for whom the social distance has been an automatic part of the physical distancing that has been imposed on us. This is the particularly damaging part of physical distancing, because if we are also socially distant, we find that we lose ourself. How might you draw someone back to life today? That is one reality. The other is that for our well-being, it may be that we see our withdrawal from society as a time to go to a deserted place to pray. Might there be a place to perceive this time as having the nature of a gift? It may feel a little bit like a gift of a Trojan horse to you that kind of gift that you don't want to let through the doors. But I invite you to ponder the space that Jesus took in between his encounters. For him, it was a choice. Perhaps we can actively choose to be a part today and to pray before our next encounter. Jesus' next encounter was with the paralysed man and his first offer to him, after spending time apart to pray, was to forgive his sins. The paradox is that there were those in Jesus' time who believed that the paralysis and the sin were intertwined. To see a paralysed person was to see a sinful person. In forgiving his sins, but not curing his paralysis, Jesus removes this link, thank God. Of course, he goes on to cure the paralysis in order to demonstrate his authority to forgive the sins. But that is not the strangest thing that he does that day. And I am thinking about our disabled brothers and sisters and how often people with disabilities still encounter systems and structures and thoughts in society which disable them further and remove status and decision-making power from them. 
I wonder what Jesus' response would be to a disabled person today and whether able-bodied people watching on would still respond with such visual impairment of the heart. It strikes me that those with disabilities who have pioneered the online church movement long before COVID-19 was on the horizon have much to offer the church today which sometimes still demands that people are told to take their bed and go home before accepting the offering of those whose sins have been long forgiven. In this moment, the upside-down kingdom comes. We would all do well to pay attention and try to understand these strange things that we have seen today. Go well into your day and may you come again soon to our doors. Mm -hmm.